What up, drinkers? That's right. It's another episode of Music and Brews with Brian and Johnny. And this week's episode, uh, we're keeping it going. We're keeping these interviews going, and uh, they're fantastic. And this one is no exception. This is Raleigh Keegan. Raleigh like the city. Keegan like Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, Raleigh Keegan is a, um amazing artist, like... Uh, you know, like folky Americana country. It's all just super cool. You guys got to check it out. This latest release of his is uh, the Tale of Seven Cities album. And it is so cool. It's like a concepty album where each song is a different city. And at the end, it all culminates into this one super cool thing. Uh, and it is just so cool. And he his writing is incredible. Uh, his his wordplay and his alliteration, which we talk a little bit about, it's all just amazing. And you guys need to check out Raleigh Keegan. Uh, he is incredible. So go on Spotify, listen to his music, and follow him on all of the things, all of the social things. Uh, we very much enjoyed talking to Raleigh. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. Also, just make sure. That you go back and listen to our, all of our amazing uh, interviews. We have some incredible interviews. We just recently had someone who's not exactly in the music industry, but who's in the beer industry. So uh, go listen to that one. We also have um, some amazing pop artists coming out of L.A. and stuff. And and it's something that's a little different. So we've had a lot of that, and that's been great. We have a lot of upcoming ones that are incredible. Uh, we have someone from like more the jazz side and, and, uh, yeah. So very exciting. We have one of my old best friends, someone I was in a band with for a long time. Like the interviews are just off the hook lately. It's just incredible. I've been loving it. So make sure you follow us, subscribe to us. So you get all those updates, go on our social medias and like us and share us because we have lots going on. Uh, Johnny and I, our interviews are going to be wrapping up here pretty soon. We're going to start writing some more and maybe doing some just us two episodes. So make sure you keep updated with that. There's going to be a lot going on there. So thank you all to all our drinkers. I hope you enjoy this episode with Raleigh Keegan. And make sure you grab your beer. Find your beer. Grab it. Pop it. Drink it. Let's do it. It's called Malort. It's only found in like Chicago, and I and I got a hold of some, and it's terrible. It's I don't know why, I don't know why we're drinking it, but it's uh. But it was once because we love we we've had for we when we used to live together we had this fascination of finding the worst alcohol we could find and and just enjoying it, (laughs) enjoying it. Yeah, man, I I can remember um, we used to do these things called uh, coffee pot shots with this vodka called Kim kombucha or kombucha what was it called kombucha. yeah no 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 it was like it was vodka it was um gosh it's pissing me off that i cannot remember it was like the nastiest vodka we could find and you would put it into a into a full coffee pot so it brings both of our worlds together and you chug from the coffee pot which oh. as a high schooler yeah exactly just because it rhymed i think that's it <laughs> Um, beautiful. So we normally just start off with a little cheers and then we're going to just dive right in. Uh, I'm not sure if you're going to be drinking today, if you do or don't, I mean, either way. I do. I do. But today I've got a seltzer water and here's why. Cause I've, I've been pounding the bourbon a little hard and I need, 
I need a little slowdown. <laughs> totally get it. No, we All get it more good. than anybody. <laughs> so we'll just cheers your seltzer. All right. Dear. Deal. Okay, here we go. Ready? We're going to cheers it. Yes. We might, no, we're doing it with the Malort. All right, we deal. got terrible, terrible <laughs> alcohol. All right. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, and and it, dad was like a a bus driver. Mom was just a nurse. You know, like wow. nothing crazy. It's just like they didn't they buy to, anything how to, how to that handle money. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't buy anything that people on Instagram care about. That's that's yeah. <laughs> that's the real difference. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So I, I was involved in music super early, and then I started. Um, I was an athlete too, but I started playing trombone and middle school, high school. And then I was, um, I was like a secret nerd with that. I loved it. I really loved it. Um, I was first chair in the state of Ohio in jazz trombone, but I was like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I was, um, I had, I had, I would like sneak, I would like sneak away from lunch from the popular kids table and to go play trombone and no one knew where I went. So I was like, I love, you know, I secretly really loved it. And, but uh, I played football in college, was going to go to play trombone in college, but it was like, um, like, even if you're like the best player in the country, there's like four jobs for a trombone player. You know what I'm saying? um, It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to get a job. So I, anyways, I played football in college and I picked the piano back up. So I knew about theory. Which college? I went to Georgetown college. I played football at Georgetown college and, and, um, pick the piano back up. Like after practice, I would love to go by myself just to play. And I would started actually writing some stuff at that point and, um, you know, new music theory because of like jazz. And so I was able to like transfer that to like a guitar, you know, I'm I'm not amazing at the guitar. I'm way better at piano, but, um, you know, it it was easier to pick up because I knew that, that theory stuff. Um, and um met my wife in college she introduced me to country music which is so strange that i landed there um and you you may audit you may be able to hear some of that in my music but like i grew up on like billy joel and like james taylor and like classic rock songwriter type of dudes like jackson brown you know that type of vibe eagles um but but I listened to, like, I was really picky too. Like I didn't like country music really. I would have told you like, I'm not a huge fan. And then my wife, who was just my friend at the time, introduced me to Zach Brown band. And some of their earlier stuff is like super musical. I was yeah. like, this is yeah, musical sure. country. Well, this they, is they like ham on some of those songs. Yeah. The, yeah. This is like, this is like them coming up with parts and arrangements that like, aren't just, aren't just like, hiring four studio musicians to plan your song and you're done in like 45 minutes. Yeah. Like I feel like they were coming up with parts and taking time. And and that was really attractive to me because like I was used to like, you know, like queen and like the Eagles and like, that's what they lived on. Like that's why their music is classic because it was so musical. Like it was so good. Um, so anyways i was like basically smitten by zach brown band weirdly because you know my music's not necessarily like theirs but it kind of got me into the genre and i loved like chris stapleton and miranda lambert and eric church and people like that and so i just started writing song man i was just like into that world i was like and then i moved to the country you know and but it's it's really strange though it's like some of my music is like like if you listen to the song "House of You" in New York City for my most recent album, it's like if Billy Joel did a country song, which makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
that's kind of been my music, you know, move to Salt. We, when we were living in Lexington, Kentucky, my wife and I, I put out a project and it worked online. And that I really caught the bug after it kind of, these horrible demos kind of worked. Um, and so we sold our house in Lexington to pay for my first project in Nashville. And the, wow. yeah, which was wild, was really, really wild. And, um, but it worked, you know, it worked. So been doing that since, been here since, 2018 yeah um and been grinding been rocking man been rocking you know have you know certainly had like industry interest and 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 all i have had management deals and all that but but um and i'm just doing it on my own now to be honest i'm finally i'm finally out of all my deals and it's kind (laughs) of nice yeah interesting we've been talking to a lot of people that have been going through that lately of like just like they like they you know they they were very appreciative of all the the work that or help that they had and work and now but they were like yep. okay now it's time for me to do it the way I want to do it so that's really interesting that, that yeah know. dude it, it's certainly like more of a workload but I don't know man there's there's some form of freedom to it too I don't know like some I don't even it's not like necessarily the people I was working with was saying like, you can't, you got to cut this. You can't cut that. You got to do this. Gotta, it's more just like, this is my thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, You're not doing like, it for anybody just for you. Right. Right. And dude, every, all of us who start this journey, like you, you literally start it because you fell in love with something like you don't get it. I don't know anybody. I mean, I don't personally, maybe y'all do, but like, I don't know anybody who got in this for the money. I don't know. That that is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. This is the Aven- dumbest industry. Avenge Sevenfold. They got in it for the money. Yeah, there's an interview where they said, "Why do you do this?" And he's like, "For the money and the bitches." And they're like, "Oh, okay. dude, I feel like they may have they may have been trolling though." I'm sure. Like, I'm sure they're not serious. I was gonna say like they, they've got to be, especially when you're in like a band and you got to split all that money like six ways. How big was their band? Four or five? five, I, think, five? I think it's five. Two. Yeah, it's five. Two guitarists. Yeah. Two guitarists, a bass, drums, and then uh, singer. And singer. That's funny. I mean, they were all killing it still, but yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're doing I, fine. I think even with a six-way split, I think they got enough money to. to, to yeah, but dude, it. like, but dude, like, think talking about bands though. Like, there was that documentary about um, All American Rejects when they were like they were like at the top of their game or something, and they were all living in the same house because they were making like fifty grand a year each. What? And now, now I'm not saying that I would. That, that's great like that's a norm but but not when you've got like multiple number ones yeah, you know no. what i'm saying like, yeah right yeah that's wow that's uh, crazy. That, it was something maybe i'm exaggerating a little bit but they were like all some it was something like that you know it was something that was just like what in the world happened to y'all like yeah what what contract did, yeah, what did you unfortunately sign? What contract did you sign? Yeah. Get a lawyer, guys. Always I know. <laughs> well, especially, I wonder about people today, like, with, with, like, people don't buy albums so much anymore. It's, like, streaming and, like, what, a yep. hundred million streams gets you, like, like, 1,500 bucks or something weird like that. No, <laughs> no, no, so that's stupid. not true. Maybe if you're, <laughs> maybe if you're the writer on it. Well, right, right, I mean, right. If you're the writer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you, dude, it's not. I'll be on. I people complain about the streaming thing a lot. I don't mind it because if you own your if you own your masters, then like it's like 
four thousand dollars for per million streams. Damn. So oh, like, is it? okay. So like that, you know, Man. that's that Spotify. Apple Music is like seven thousand per million, and then YouTube's like only a thousand per million, and Pandora is about the same. So they pay, you know, they range, and then titles like twelve grand per million. So if you can blow up on title. Dude, that's, that's you should. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's that's the one you should blow up on if you can. Title. <laughs> if you know Jay Z, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, do you want to go ahead? Yeah, you have a lot more notes than I do. I do, you know. So, um, so I'm glad we we got to do this. There's a couple times where the schedules didn't match up, and I actually had like a bunch of notes pre-written because I was like pumped about talking to you because. Um, because yeah, like I want to go back to kind of what you're saying about uh, your influences being more uh, like Billy Joel and stuff like that. And like I actually wrote piano heavy in my notes because I, I noticed that you're doing a thing that. Um, do you know who Phil Vassar is? Yeah, yeah, yep. It reminds me a lot of like that or Lone Star does a lot of like kind of piano heavy or like songwritery, um, right? Like that Billy Joel era like storytelling yeah. thing is um, I just, yeah. I found that interesting. Um, when you were doing this country project, now that you officially more in the countryside, do you, did you pull from those or is this just something that just naturally, like this is kind of how you wrote. So like, I think like, yeah. So how I write is I literally only listen to one thing. When I first moved to Nashville, there's like a billion things in your head about what other people might think of the stuff that you write, like, especially on music row. Yeah. For me, for me there, there was just like a lot of pressure of like, it's gotta be this thing so that it will work. Um, and, the, and you know, I, and it was high stakes, right? Like we had sold our house. We had, yeah. we had moved, I was on the road 100, 150 plus dates a year trying to like pay our bills, you know? Damn. So it was like, it was just high stakes. So I was like overthinking the writing process a lot and like not necessary. I think an artist has to learn to trust the internal voice that says, I like this or I do not like this. And like, that is as simple and as complicated as it is. Like that's, that's the only way I write now. It's like, I don't think about genre. I don't think about anything. I don't think about the lyric. I just, I literally only think, do I like this and, and keep, keep working it and keep effing around like a puzzle until I like it until that thing inside me says yes. Um, and that, that has opened a billion doors for me because as soon as you start doing that and you actually express your humanity and you express your yourself through that art, then like, people are attracted to that. So it's like, it's catch, it's catch 22, but it's, you know, um, so, sir, but, but all that to say too, like, so what I like is, is so much of what I grew up on, right? Like yeah. what, what your parents played for you. Like my, my mom and dad used to play, um, James Taylor greatest hits, you know, like you, when you grow up, we used to play Steely Dan, used to play Billy Joel, like these, awesome bands that were so musical and i think you just like develop taste on from an early on an early age and and like all the only cd 
I had in high school was Continuum by John Mayer. What a freaking record oh, to have. Yeah, what a great that, 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 yeah, if you that was the choose, only like, CD. Yeah. That's the only CD wild. I had. I owned one. Continuum. It was the only I, I listened to that whole record for two years. That's it. Wow. And and who knew the luck of the draw? Like that's the one, you know what I'm saying? Like thank God somebody didn't give me like, I don't know. Not that the Backstreet Boys were were bad, I but was like the Backstreet Boys in my head. Like, <laughs> but everybody, but dude, that's because everybody had a Backstreet Boys CD too. Yeah, to be fair, yeah. <laughs> um, hilarious. No man, it's like and, and all those all those influences in, into. But that also has gotten me. Um, if I I would be a lot richer if I could sell something I didn't like. I say that a lot. Hmm. Yeah. Um, if I could sell the straight down the middle country thing, that's boring. That gets played that you know you know the song i'm talking about that's interchangeable with like 400 different artists and it's all the same yeah. Yeah, yeah like if i could sell that good i'd be super rich but i i not good at selling and some people like that stuff and good for them i just i just don't so that doesn't give me life so i don't do it um yeah but man even even like jazz like there's jazz influences in my country music and that doesn't make a whole lot of sense but it's true yeah yeah um in the same vein then so so curious then because of your background in like jazz and music like that uh so clearly uh so i i went to school for music and i love just all the the classical and jazz stuff um but we don't really have many people that can play multiple instruments so one of the things that i'm always curious about is when you're writing your songs obviously you just spoke a lot about your influences but um as you are writing a song does it change the vibe or the style that you write lyrically and melodically if you're doing it with a piano or the guitar starting off first like i'm curious is is there a different vibe uh when you're starting with a different instrument compared to Like it's the same chord, sure, but the vibe could change immediately using a different. Immediately, and and even even like, yes, absolutely. The to answer normally, I don't know if this happens with you guys, but like, the 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 for me the qual not quality, but the you can get insanely more interesting melodies on a piano to me. like for some reason it's it's just much easier to pick out really interesting melodies but like dude even to your point about like different vibes from this to this like even for me i love to i love as my piano that i have in the other room there gradually goes out of tune because you get different songs when it's out of tune and different songs when you tune it back up it changes the feeling it changes the vibe um going from a uh, a taylor acoustic guitar to like a ukulele or like a anything that is different even for me like writing a song in this chair versus writing a song in that chair in that room gives me a different thing and 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 i'm a little weird with that stuff to be fair because like like i'll pick my coffee cup in the morning based on the mood that i think i need to write the song that day (laughs) Like I've got, I've got a whole, I've got a whole arsenal of colors. I've got a whole shelf full of colored, colored coffee cups. And 
and like in the, in the spring and stuff, it's these like light, warm things. Like in the winter, it's a lot of dark reds because I feel like I need to be fierce in the winter for some reason. <laughs> you got to be ready for it. Do you do you and drink the, yeah. do you drink your coffee based on your mood too? You're like light roast today or medium roast? No, no, no. <laughs> I just I just drink that all day regardless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I got plenty of questions, but I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. Go for it. No, well, I was gonna say I'm I'm, I'm deferring to you because because uh, I know that you were you you were ready, but uh, and if you're if not, I'll just rock and roll. Yeah, go for it. All right. Well, I'd love to just dive in a little bit to your uh, your most recent albums. Uh, you just released the uh, acoustic version of it, but uh, the Tale of Seven Cities is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit of the inception of of that, like like. Honestly, it's super creative to do like every song based on like a story in the city. It's really awesome. So tell us a little bit of how uh, that came about. Yeah. So um, when I'm writing, like I told y'all, like I don't think I'm not like necessarily planning. I've only done that one time where I've planned a whole album and wrote for that album. But for this, it was like normally like I'm looking at my catalog and trying to group them into things that make sense and are cool. So I noticed that there was like a few songs with city titles in them. And, um, you know, as a songwriter, part of our job is to like have your antenna up and to be listening for titles, listening for ideas. And uh, we were listening, we were watching Hulu, like literally right now in the other room, um, Hulu is paused right now. So I'm going to go back. (laughs) Anyways. But it was an ad. You know how Hulu has ridiculous ads. Sorry, Hulu. I'm kind of trashing you a little bit. But it's like they, they have uh, so we're many. Sponsored ads. by Hulu. We have to start. Uh, we gotta kidding. end this now. Kidding. Yeah, end right now. <laughs> um, but but it was like a commercial with uh, a tale of two cities, the Charles Dickens novel. Oh yeah. And so like I'm always trying to like flip stuff on the flips up on its head, you know. So I'm. It was like that day that I was trying to group stuff into albums. And I had like these album ideas started and, you know, I, I, I like the way that seven cities sounds. I yeah. actually, at first it was six cities cause it was SS. And then I wrote an extra one cause I was like, I like seven better. So that's how it, <laughs> yeah. that's how it, yeah, that's how kind of how it started. I always wonder, I always thought that interesting, like the number seven, I'm, I'm getting real nerdy here, but then I've always noticed the number seven in songs is more common than I think any other number I think it has to do with it being two syllables, like like seventeen. The age seventeen is always the age that they especially play. country songs. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. seventeen. Isn't that weird? It's always That's, seventeen. I never noticed that actually. Yeah, That's really interesting. Seven, seventeen, like seven. Huh. Uh, it's yeah. it's an easy one to say though, like seven. Like it, it's set. It's nice to say. Also, I think five is in a lot of songs and nine. Five and nine, five because that's a good nine, good rhyming. Great rhyming, Which is yeah. apparently everybody likes odd numbers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I also think that having an even number is is a resolution, like mentally. You know what I mean? Like if you said like Weird. 10, it would feel like it's done or something. No, it is a resolution. That's why like, I don't know how much you guys have, you, you took the classes and stuff, but like if you have a chorus that you repeat the same thing three times, it 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 actually helps because it it says the song's going somewhere and it hasn't resolved. Yeah. yeah. So, but if you repeated that chorus the same line four times, it would feel like that's the end. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Yeah. The yeah, odd yeah, even yeah. thing. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking fascinating. Yeah, I had yeah. never thought of that. That's really fascinating. Weird. Actually. Yeah. 
Um, I want to write a song of only even numbers. God. Yeah, dude. This is the ending. It, it would be completely I, symmetrical. I, completely. I think it would no be. No mystery at all. And, every, and it ends on one every, <laughs> every, at the end of every single. All I want to say is this. You know how everybody, like, complains about, like, a song when it feels incomplete or whatever? It's going to be more disconcerting for it to always yeah. be finished. Always resolving <laughs> at the end of hey. the Everyone's like, I don't know what, what? to feel. What? Hey, you'd make it on country radio. Oops, did I say that out loud? Throwing That's shade. Funny. Uh, so... I love that in this album. Actually, so a lot of my questions have to do with this album. That's why I was going to let you, if you had more. But Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love, and I I mean, I don't know your, like, lyrical writing background, but I just, it's so, um, like, uh, like, all right, so all your alliteration, <laughs> I, I'm sure that's done on purpose. Like crazy alliteration in every song, like especially the verses and stuff. I mean, even the names Miss Me, Memphis, Lonely in LA, Nude in Nashville, all the, the, you know, double consonants just all throughout. I love that. That's not something I think is very common. And like rhyming schemes are very common, but alliteration in itself, I don't think is. That's more of like a poem kind of Uh theme, I think. Like, I don't know. Dude, I'm obsessed with alliteration. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah, man. I I, I love it. So half of those half of those titles were just um, me starting with an alliteration, like, yeah. and then just writing it from there. Um, but it, it was funny, like halfway through, you know, kind of getting through this album, I started doing a thing where um, I only did the melody and music first, like completely finished it. And then would fill in the the lyric later, which was mm. an interesting and cool cool way to do it. Um, all, also, it was cool. Like I don't know if you noticed about this about me yet, but I like to break the rules of Nashville a lot. And in Nashville, oftentimes we start with like the title or a hook idea first. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then melody and music is somewhat of an afterthought. Although the good songs have both, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I I thought it would be really interesting to have like a really well thought out, developed melody, and then take that feeling and put the lyric to it. Um, I think too, because I was like, I would I would go back and listen to Billy Joel um, interviews and like even like the Beatles inspired me a lot because they said that one of the keys to their success was that they didn't over edit, and one of the things that. Hmm. I noticed in Nashville was like, we just ham. this is the best part about Nashville and maybe sometimes a weakness because if you, if you're hammering the lyric and over editing everything, what it, what it becomes is a really polished song that might not feel alive anymore because it's lost. It's kind of like human edge where what the Beatles were so good at is like feet, like letting this, thing that they felt out and then like letting it live and that that's so interesting to me and then like billy joel would talk about he was like they would be like do you come up with the lyrics or the music first and he was like oh 100 the music and the and the melody is first every time and i was i was like oh that's interesting that um that i was actually just like i i we were just talking about this literally before you jumped on because i was i was saying like your tags are are 
are insanely amazing. So it's really interesting because I would have uh, assumed the opposite that you were, I would assume that you were writing your, your lyrics and then uh, accordingly doing the music. But I mean, that's just a, honestly, like, bravo. It's, it's so good. The music's amazing and the lyrics are incredible too. So it's, it, it works, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, man. Thanks. I, it's, it's both, you know, yeah. um, I, uh, I, I kind of get bored pretty easy with stuff so like i like to switch it up you know like if i've written too many songs in the key of a on the piano we're going to f sharp because i'm bored let's go let's go make it weird i don't care it's gonna be it could be terrible i've written some terrible songs this way by the way (laughs) (laughs) one of our favorite things to do so so me and brian uh write and produce a lot and uh there was one day where we we had we sat here for at least thirty minutes. Like, I got I got shit all. I got nothing. So uh, I had I have a, a couple of like uh, what do you call those uh, MIDI packs that have just like chords in them that give you chord progressions, and we just started throwing them at the wall. Like, let's see what we get, and it ended up really working out. Yeah, because we had a really cool weird progression. And we're like, fuck yeah, there we go. Let's go. You know that goes <laughs> that goes back to what he was saying about different instruments too. Yeah. Oh, I, fair. I always felt like just if you're if you're stuck, just pick up a different instrument. I don't know because something weird. Yeah, <laughs> or do some do something di- like anything. It doesn't even matter. Like start with a spoon and just make a beat. Like anything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, isn't it Charlie Puth who did the uh, the light switch? The light switch song. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I love all his interviews where people ask him about his perfect pitch, like all the time. Like that's <laughs> that's all they ever ask him about. It's like. It's it's pretty He's common. More than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't I don't have perfect pitch, but um, for, a, for I think it's maybe not super common for like a mega pop star to have it. Maybe that's maybe that's the move. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. He, I mean, he's certainly talented. I mean, I would, you know, I prefer Freddie Mercury, but you know, <laughs> that, I mean, that's uh, funny. That's funny. Um, all right, I'm. Go ahead. Um, another thing I, I wanted to ask about this album because I it almost feels like, and I know, it, and it may not may not be exact, but every song almost sort of has a feel of the city that you're writing about. Did you get, like production wise or whatever? Uh, did were, is that something that was in mind when you were doing this, or is it? Yeah. Was yeah. It? Okay. Wow. Cool. It was. <laughs> Wait, so, it was. So, it was. So when you were designing the song, so you had the name of the city. I'm assuming ready, or or did you design a song? You're like, you know what? This sounds like it would fit in this city. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, oh man, that's that's this is a pretty. We're going into a cool territory. I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what we're getting at. <laughs> um, because like, if you listen to New York City. I wrote that with this with my buddy. She's from Australia. Her name's Danielle Blakey. Um, I had the music and melody completely done, and I and what she likes to do is have me just sing over crap and like um, see what comes out of me, and she writes it all down, and then we like figure out what it means. And so I do that, and I was like, this song just feels like like New York City is what this song feels like. (laughs) That's cool. That's awesome. And so. And so, but, but then like, like new to Nashville though, like I already, I had that title, you know, yeah. where we, we just went in and, um, man, that, but that's so cool because it's just funny how a, a song comes about, you know, it's, it's so, 
I don't know, man. It's just magical that to think about that. Um, but wait, what was the question? I feel like I got off of it. <laughs> I was just, I was just uh, wondering if the uh, the feel of the song, the production of the song, that um, was related to the city itself. Oh yes, it is kind of how it seems when you're listening to it because you're like, like Paris Wheel almost seems like. It feels like, yep. you know what I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> Paris, for, Paris. This is my. Yeah, I was going to say, as, nobody can see. <laughs> no, Bryce doing like wavy arms. <laughs> yeah, dude. Literally, literally, that is exactly what we tried to do. But, but honestly, guys, you guys are both producers. Is that what you said? Yeah. So, like, it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge thought during the bones of the song. Like, when we cut drums, bass, acoustic guitars it was like the overdubs that we did that made it the identity each song had its own sonic identity to to move us to that city like it's funny you say that about paris because because that's like my um version of like country cold play um like where they you know that that song where they go bum 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 yeah 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 viva la vida and the end that album too but i know it yeah dude every remember it's funny how it became cool to hate cold play what was that movie like that nickelback people oh i we adore nickelback i love nickelback dude i think nickelback's great everybody shits on him i'm like dude we did a whole episode on nickelback and why they're not bad (laughs) no they're not bad at all no i mean at all they're really good come in uh, like on on whatever the first song of their main album you're just like oh it's so thick oh yeah the drums are great even but even his like voice is really distinct you know like I, pr- I appreciate that. You know what's fascinating, real quick, is that we discovered in in preparing for that that the producer of Nickelback also produced Five Finger Death Punch, which is like metal's most hated band, yep. and Florida, Florida Georgia Georgia Line, yep. who yeah. is country's most hated band. So that and, producer is like... And then Morgan Wallen. And Morgan Wallen and, and Hardy, right? Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> he is... He's like, you know what? Hate me. He's like, I don't care. I'm rich. Oh, shit. Let me me take these dollar bills. Dude. Well, that sucks for him because that, like, (laughs) I mean, Nickelback's actually really good. And then the thing about Florida Georgia Line that I appreciate was they were the first, they changed the genre. Like, so I do actually appreciate the fact that um, they were the only ones doing that. They paved their own way. And then, like, everybody copied them and then and then because they were the ones who kind of picked that lane and changed the game everyone started hate hating them which is kind of silly if you ask me but but that's funny that he you're right he they were the most hated band in country music and nickelback but it was like i don't understand when it became cool to not like nickelback like was it that movie it was like a meme it became like a meme type of thing i don't even know why people hated it i honestly don't know yeah when we researched we just think that they came out after the grunge era and he kind of had like a grungy voice but they like sang about like love and stuff so i think people kind (laughs) of hated him for that the album Huh? It depends on the album, Dark Horse. He, what's that song? Something in your mouth. Basically yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway. I mean, Rock Rockstar wasn't about wasn't about love. That's true. I know what a good. That's it was. A good... It was about love of the of the party. 
of the party. Yeah. <laughs> Love of doing doing drugs. That made it on the radio. That was amazing. That and that was huge. And that's that was a huge song. Everybody always bitches and moans about it about about them. And I'm like, shoot, somebody's listening to them because they've been on the radio oh, for forever. <laughs> yeah, dude, they they have killed it. Oh, Absolutely right. killed it. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, sorry, we we're, got an on a nickel getting back. Nickelback <laughs> distraction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Nickelback. Where are we at? All right, we got a little bit more, more time. Um, well, unless you got some more music stuff, I have I have a different question. Than Go for it, Jim. All right, so I'm curious about your um, the your your. Oh my gosh, if I could talk right now. Um, hold on one second. Uh, your album art is awesome. All of them. They are so cool. Give me a little bit about about where the idea came from for all that, and. Um, <laughs> The designer. So, so I have this, I have this friend of mine named Megan Nesbitt and she lives in Lexington, Kentucky, and she's stupidly talented and she can take my idea. Like, I'll say this. I'm pretty savvy when it comes to music production, like audio. I'm not incredibly savvy with like describing visuals to people so like i'll like sputter out like a bunch of nonsense that probably doesn't make sense and she's really good at taking that and like making it a thing mm-hmm. and so we we worked on that i mean dude for my first album like so many of my albums had my face on it and i was so effing tired of that because like every every person that i worked with was like you know, the girls think you're attractive. So we've got to put you on the thing. I was like, dude, cool. But like every single album, like yeah. it's just my face. It's Actually, a different angle no, of your it face. was literally like every single <laughs> that freaking is so album, funny. <laughs> every picture, every album, it was like everything. So I was like, we need to do something creative. Cause like this, the whole point of this record was to step outside of, of, you know, yeah. rules and to, to make something creative that was a, that was the point and so she nailed it dude i know that that album cover might be like one of my favorite parts of the whole project it's really I mean, sick i'm looking honestly my favorite right now i mean the album cover there is awesome the uh, the uh new york uh is oh yeah, yeah, yeah incredible the new york one is insanely incredible uh yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at him right now just being like oh it's so good looking i love it like just those album covers alone make you want to listen to the song if you look at the cover which is really right. i think kind of part of it you know yes for sure for sure yeah i that's like well i like the clocks roll forward album cover but this is the first one that i was like man i'm so proud of this this yeah. album cover yeah, yeah. I was actually just going to bring up that one because I, I really like that one. That, that clocks roll forward. Yeah. Um, it is. It does have your face on it, but it's it's really <laughs> right. cool. But, right, but it's not cringy like some of the, you know, yeah. it's, it, yeah. Uh, like yeah. what it can be. A lot of these Wait. older ones can be really cool. Like, 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 uh, uh, like a lot of older country stuff, like the 90s, I feel like, early 2000s country people. You have some real just like... Like yeah. The classic, you know, country like Blake style. Shelton. Blake Shelton's yeah. with his with his uh, mullet and his guitar. And like, oh, <laughs> so yeah, funny. that one's really uh, cool. This uh, Clocks Roll Forward album, I got it. So like this, so the newest one is so good. Yeah, um, the newest one obviously is like a concept album. It's really cool, and and just as a quick to button that up, the the last song when when I got through that, I listened all the way through, and it got to that last song. I got the shivers. I was like, oh, man, it all comes together, <laughs> Yeah, which I love. I love that. Um, 
But what I love about Clocks Roll Forward is is how personal it seems. And I mean, I'm guessing, I know as a national songwriter, you can write about anything, but I think it feels like you chose to write everything very personal. Is that true? Yeah, it's it's really true. Um, even, I mean, yeah, it's very true. There's my adoption stories on there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I wrote the song on that record called Like My Daddy Was about... Um, my birth father and that you know it's really interesting how sometimes you can like write a song in the moment because you're really feeling that way and then like later like that is exactly how i felt during that time when i wrote it but now it's like i want to extend more like grace to that man Mm, even though he wasn't around and all of that but it's like but in that i let it live because it is true like that is that was a part of that story you know yeah and um but I don't know, man. I all the all of my favorite country music was stuff that felt personal to people, like felt like a real story. I mean, that was my favorite stuff, you know. Um, right. You know, not not that there's anything wrong with like a snap track every now and then. I'm not, you yeah. know, I'm not, I'm trying not to be a snob anymore. But like <laughs> I, but I connect, I connect to you know the the stuff that feels real to yeah. me. So well, like. <clears throat> I guess like the the other side of that is like someone like George Strait um, or Garth Brooks would just sing songs that other people wrote that they could just portray really well, which is yes. one thing that artists do, which is great, but maybe it's not exactly their true story, you know? I don't know. Sure, sure. Yeah, that that's I think that's a talent in and of itself, yeah. too. Like... Um, you know, you're right. Like George Strait is basically the best at that that's ever been in a country, you know, George Strait and Garth Brooks. So you're, it, it's interesting. I, I think everyone's different. And I think I would suck at selling that. That's just, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the way it is. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. This album, we actually just did an interview with somebody and they, and they said something really interesting uh, where, where, you know, they, they were talking about how sometimes you know, cleverness and poetry can sometimes hide the rawness of a song. And sometimes the rawness is what it, what you want to portray and get out there. And I think you've done an incredible job of having like these really awesome lines and you're just like, Oh my God, it's exactly what I like. It's just incredibly open. What was the one that you really liked um, from long line of lovers, long line of lovers. Uh, what's the line? Oh, uh, the opening line, um, a, a shade from a, from the family tree. Yeah. Uh, it just incredible. Like, that line in itself like says the whole song i love that line i love yeah. it yeah oh dude and it's awesome i personally my, my my personal favorite is uh uh easy on the trigger but i like the i like the vibe. yeah easy on the trigger is fun I got, that I one's got fun that one's really fun to play live oh it oh. has to be yeah. yeah that was another one I, uh, another thing i wanted to bring up about live i noticed that a lot of your productions you know you have the haze and you have the the callbacks it almost seems like you you must be a live performer because it seems like your songs are geared to play live. Is that for sure? Yeah, for sure. I love playing live. Um, But also like, I don't know. I, I just love the idea of moments in time. I, um, so like, I like leaving things in like pace and like, or like random, like if you listen to easy on the trigger Mm. right before verse two, I sing some people, but, but that yeah. was a mistake. That oh, was a mistake. <laughs> um, 
that was a mistake that that we that we just left in because we we're like you know that was like in the moment it feels like a real i don't know like th- that kind of brings us full circle back to some of that music that's older you know that 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 they had to make decisions on and they had to like commit to and it wasn't perfect and part of the magic of the songs was that it wasn't perfect like on drink for that i made him put his guitar out of tune because it sounded too good you know like like think about like even like a like a red hot chili peppers record like none of those electric guitars are in tune like yeah, none. those motherfuckers, it's weird. What what am I? They're doing? they're super, and, and some yeah. of those parts are, gosh, those the, not not to. I, I keep talking about all these random bands, but I do love them. Uh-huh. And dude, some of, he's a virtuoso. The the parts that dude was coming up with on the electric guitar were yeah. just like monster. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So I can't remember what we were saying. Well, well about being a live performer, like. Uh, Hold on, actually, oh. before I go back to that, because I okay. wanted to talk about that. So, uh, can you? Well, you've already said a little bit about this, but I'm like, where is the line drawn from? Uh, like, oh, this is a unique thing that just happened in the moment. Cool, we we let it in and keep it in. Where it's like, okay, this is a, a detriment. Like, I, I'm trying to figure out how. Like, how would you draw that line in the in the in the sand, if you will? So, like, the um, this is why I hate being in the studio with anyone besides like producers and musicians you vibe with because like the only right answer is do i like this in your gut what does it make you feel that's it like that's it do i like this do i not like this if the answer is no then we recut it Ah, and that happens sometimes but like sometimes you're just like that's kind of sick f it let's go you know (laughs) what i'm saying yeah yeah and that and i don't know that's that's my answer to it I'm, i'm sure other people have better answers i just I, I guess one thing i've i do feel like i have learned is just um follow your gut i don't know and learning to yeah. trust that above anybody else's opinion oh. um maybe that'll get me in trouble too probably how that's a great i don't know that's a, that's we'll a, see a great piece of advice <laughs> we'll see i mean i don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't know man. um Oh, sorry. You wanted to do the the live thing, and then uh, we'll probably uh, yeah. No, no. I was just here. curious, like, because I know you did say you were 150 days on the road. Um, how big is is the live portion of your uh, artistry? Like, is that so? It, before the pandemic, it was like so, so, so big, yeah. and now I've been more selective with stuff, honestly, because it touring's way more expensive now like yeah. huh. you could you could you could run pretty lean um back in 2018 and like i could have you know i it's it, it was still expensive though it was like i would net i would like gross like two hundred thousand dollars and make like 30k on touring it was like unbelievably expensive and now it's like i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna drive to boston for like you know yeah. for like 300 bucks it's like yeah. i'm not doing it yeah. um so but it, but it's still like it's still a big part of it and i think as things kind of what like with this next album i think i want to kind of reformulate find a team find the right band i had the same band for two years which was amazing nice. and we were so tight and that was so fun um but it was like we were a five piece and then we had a tour manager um I own this, uh, I, my band's name is Chris Stapleton. I own this, uh, 15 passenger 
you know, um, trailer pulling type of van. And we, we have, man, we've had, we have a great time, but, um, yeah, no, man, I've been, I've been, I've been playing some, but just not as much. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. What about y'all? Do you guys like, do you guys have a band or do you play or anything? Uh, I play, so me and my wife, we have a duo. We, we play, we, we used to tour before the pandemic. We'd tour every summer. We'd drive all around, but yeah, the pandemic happened. And since then we've kind of been doing this podcast more often and, and we're actually going to play this weekend, but that's right. Um, we're going, where are you playing at? Uh, South Dakota. Um, Whoa, Whoa, bro. Yeah. It's, it's We, that's her, I did the so, same thing actually. I was like, "Oh, her, you're gonna drive out there for one weekend?" Yeah. No, she's she's originally from that area, and they pay really well out there, and, and they really yeah, 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 yeah. they really like her. So like, we can get lots of shows, and so that's where we used to tour. We go up in that region: Minnesota, South Dakota, Iowa, like Nebraska. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so that's kind of what we did. I, I haven't done it really a whole lot in the last couple of years, honestly, but yeah. Well, nobody did it for a couple yeah. of years. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't part feel of bad. I feel bad for that, but I guess that's true. A lot of people have yeah. it. Yeah. Night of Spies. Have you live. done like the, <laughs> the local Nashville thing? Like any of the like, cover gigs around town? Rarely. Really? Rarely. Uh, when I first was here, I did some of that. Um, you know, I was I was trying to um, move on from that so I could do my more of my original stuff. So I started yeah. focusing more on like the writing and social. Honestly, like social media, even though I hate social media, but like focusing on that, building social media, and like formulating a team so that I could do what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, that was my fake focus when I moved to town. Yeah. So, um, so uh, just to jump into that a little bit. So we've been interviewing a lot of pop artists lately and their, their emphasis on social media is huge. Um, as more of a country artist, is it the same <laughs> or are you more emphasizing, you know, your albums, your releases, your touring or, or is social oh, media like, still huge? <laughs> so I wish I could say that it was, it was just, it's all, I think it's all encompassing. I think that's why it's hard to do this for a living. It's cause like you, um, like if you become a professional surgeon and you get really good at being a surgeon and all that has to do with that, you're going to make good money. And you, cause you've specialized in that one thing. If you get super good at writing songs, recording and producing and performing, that doesn't necessarily equate to dollars. Yeah. So, so it's a weird, it's a weird industry in that, um, a lot of it doesn't make sense. You know, a lot of it's luck. A lot of it's just so many different factors, but, um, I think like it's, if you're not on social media, like you don't exist, that's the issue. Like I really do wish it was like based on complete merit and like the best, the best person at this one all the time. Yeah. But we all know that that's not true. Actually, that's not true in really any industry. Like there's politics with, yeah. wait, did I, did I die here? Okay. I'm back. Oh, yeah. um, Sorry, we're just listening very intently. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. No, my things that I low battery, but uh, the, it's just, it's just interesting to think that I think in the music industry, it's heightened that um, it's not all about your talent. Yeah. Whereas, you know, for the most part, if you're a talented surgeon, you're going to kill, right? 
Like you're gonna. Well, hopefully well, not. Yeah, I was gonna say, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> the wordplay is so fantastic. <laughs> that was perfect. That was good. We caught it. Yep. <laughs> oh, no, but it's true. I, it is weird that, uh, yeah, mu- music just it's, it's just that you know we, we actually interviewed a guy who owns a label. And that was really interesting because we mostly talked to artists, but the fact that he was like, look, I got a, I got a, a company I got to make money for. He was just really straight up. And I was like, God damn. Like, I appreciate that though. <laughs> I appreciate that more than, you know, acting like you're not like that. You right, know, yeah. I, yeah, saying you are. I mean, like, look, I'm like this. Whatever. It's like cool. I we all know it's about. Are. We know it's about the bottom line. We understand that. Just be upfront. I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Oh, wait, yeah. We are at the hour mark. We should probably all start right, wrapping her up. Yeah, I don't want your uh, battery to die on us. Yeah, so. and then we don't, oh, we don't want to be. It said twenty percent. You're all all good. All good. <laughs> well, Hulu's waiting for you though <laughs> hulu hulu what, what are you watching on hulu right now well what's your favorite show right now what do you what do you got <sighs> this is super embarrassing oh, are you ready please, oh please tell me it's, it's a please i'm hoping it's something good my wife has convinced me to start watching the kardashians yes oh my god yes <laughs> i'm not even kidding that's, that's what's okay. on right now if i wasn't the real deal i wouldn't admit that but I'm the freaking real dude. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> show. Right. My my wife got me to watch The Bachelor. Yep, and I and I love Same The Bachelor. That's all right. She Shelby says it didn't. She said it doesn't take much convincing. <laughs> <laughs> she knows I love drama. Oh, God, I know. Oh, you complain and then you sit down and then next thing I know, what I'm arguing. She doesn't even what, love what him. Yeah. Oh my she God. She doesn't even love him. <laughs> Yeah, get into it pretty quick. Is her butt real? <laughs> of course it's not. That bitch is lying. <laughs> when somebody they get sassy, <laughs> pour me some sh- more Chardonnay. Chardonnay huh? please. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'll get into it. That's Hilarious. Funny. No man, uh, this is uh, this has been fun. This has yeah. been great. Yeah, dudes. Uh, we're so big good. fans. Oh, we're I huge love. fans. Oh, but we were like, like, what's really funny is, is we were like, oh crap, what if, what if this gets canceled again? Well, we'll have to reschedule because we love this guy. We got to interview him. <laughs> yeah. No, man, I'm ha- I'm happy we got to do this finally. Absolutely. Well, appreciate you being on. You guys have a cool. You guys have a cool thing. I like it. Oh, you guys you. got a good vibe. Oh, thank you, thank you. That's our that's our goal. It's it's just the drinking. It's just the drinking. It's <laughs> what's working. It's doing. You're doing well. <laughs> well, I, it's good that the drinking doesn't because when I don't, you know, the the vibe is vibrations. <laughs> oh God! Oh John, God! No. <laughs> uh, anyways, amazing. Um, so, all right. Uh, do you want to give us your plugs where people can find you? All of sure. I'm on all the streaming platforms, um, and then social media is at Raleigh Keegan. So, would love for y'all to come check me out. Nice, and nice. Easy. Do you have I any love. shows coming up or anything? Ooh, there will be one in Nashville, I believe, on August nineteenth. So it's, it'll be at it'll be at the Wild Horse, which will be fun. Oh, yeah! Cool, really? 
We might yeah. Go I would love to go to that, actually. Yeah, dude. Um, I'll, I'll be posting about it, so. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that'd be great. Cool. And then let y'all let me know when this when this is gonna go live so I can share it. Absolutely. We have a we've been interviewing tons of we've been doing like we release once a week, but we've been, we've booked like two per week right now. So we're like we've been just booked up. So it, it might be a little bit, yeah. What That's are, great. Are you releasing anything uh like like any new releases other than uh, obviously you just released your album, but is there anything else coming out for releases? Oh, I've got two in the two albums in the pipeline. One's in mix God, right now. Damn. So nice. So uh, yeah, it'll probably really, be a couple months, uh, maybe a month. Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, it hopefully it'll be ready to go by for a couple months. Um, yeah. I'll have to send y'all a sneak peek, or maybe I'll make you wait. I don't know. Either one. <laughs> but we were friends. Like, we we're friends. friends. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. So. Well, we're yeah. excited for you, Thank man. You for yeah, absolutely. Thank you for being on. And uh, hopefully we'll see you the 19th. Yeah, yeah man. Party All right, boys, have a good night. Have fun with Bye. the Kardashians. <laughs> man. Well, Raleigh was amazing. That was awesome. Raleigh. You know, Raleigh. You know what, you know what the thing is? Ra- 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 so his name is after the city, Raleigh, yeah. North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Um, capital city. North, North Carolina? South Carolina? I don't fucking know. I think North Carolina. Oh, no, you're throwing out some facts. You better oh, know. God. Whatever, fact check me, bitch. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Uh, and you know what? The people in the South, they don't know how to say things. That's true. Like like the capital of Kentucky. Oh, fucking A. Don't even get started with that one. It's spelled Louisville. 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 Did I say Louisville. 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 It's so fucking stupid. Okay, sorry. Anybody that's from there is well, going to hate Well, it's named after King Louis. You call it a Louisville slugger. And then the, do they call it a Louisville slugger? I don't Because know. everyone says a Louisville slugger. Also, if you don't have a Ville in there, it's still Louis. You don't call... If somebody was called Louis, Louis? you would go, Louisville. Right. Hey, hey, Louisville. Hey, Louisville. <laughs> also... Hey. Whoa, good job on that presentation, dog. Right. Or like the town here near us. It's not Lebanon, it's Lebanon. Lebanon? Lebanon. Lebanon. Lebanon, no. Lebanon is. That kind of broke me a little bit. I didn't even realize that they called it. I didn't even realize that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or Smyrna or um Well, you know what? Kayla's the capital of South Dakota. Should be Pierre, yeah. but everyone in South Dakota calls it Pier. Just Pierre. Well, it's also the fucking just the English language is full of inconsistencies like these. So. I like how America like took these things from other countries and we're like, "Fuck you, we're gonna call <laughs> yeah, something gonna else. Say, we're just gonna do our own thing." Oh what? Oh, we Pierre. can't. We can't. Oh really? This is America. We can do Man, whatever we can't. We that want. sounds like some French pussy shit. <laughs> We're calling that Pierre. <laughs> Louisville, like King Louis from France. Fuck him. From France. Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> America. I'm okay with it. If it, if that's why. I'm okay with that. The, 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 the reason has to only be stubbornness. That's the only yeah, thing. Yeah, it has though. to be stubbornness and like 
uh, in spite of <laughs> everything. Spiteful. Yeah, spiteful. Yeah, <laughs> and stubbornness. Yeah, I'm fine with that. As long as it's not out of ignorance. We know what we're doing, and we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> we're being absurd on purpose. Anyways. Uh, uh, yeah, we got, we got another. That had to do with Raleigh's, Raleigh's name. <laughs> that, <laughs> uh, that's where that stemmed from. Yeah, but... but He's fantastic, incredible, I absolutely, really love. good insights into writing, and I was really, into, I loved it. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, incredible. we got into some cool nerdy conversations about writing. Yeah, not many fun. of those lately. Like we we talk a lot about writing in terms of the lyrics, but like in the music and the development of a song, he was really had a lot of stuff to it. It was awesome. Well, Johnny, before we finish, oh, why don't we get to? Why don't we talk about since we didn't since Riley wasn't drinking yeah we didn't want to talk about it with him <laughs> well i fuck him right no <laughs> i would have liked to but he wasn't drinking he couldn't partake so let's talk about what we're drinking yeah johnny he couldn't partake i'm more personally i don't like to part things i i would uh whole take um part take oh my god yep uh, uh, so i will say if you guys listened last week or maybe two weeks ago um we had Miss uh, Cami Petton on, and she was awesome. Uh, I was drinking, but we are doing these back-to-back for the last month, and I think we have... This is, I think, the last week of it. Uh, but I had Monday Night Brewing, originally from Atlanta, Georgia. Amazing. The, uh, the Death Rapper... Raptor. Death Raptor. Killer. Death Rapper? Death Rapper. That'd be a cool name. Hey, so, like, Tupac? <laughs> But sorry. Is it is, so since he got shot and lost some of his flesh, is he now like one pock? One and a quarter pock? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that was you know you know <laughs> fifty cent used to be dollar cent. <laughs> but he but got he shot last time. <laughs> Bitch, I don't think can afford more. <laughs> can he shot more? <laughs> He's, He's like a cat. He's at nylon. <laughs> oh god, we're wheezing. Did he, did he have to? Okay, no, I'm done. That was dollar bill. Not that I got fifty cent now. That's all I got. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I need to start writing music. I can't get shot no more. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta fucking write some music because fuck this. I got out. He was on his last fifth. Uh, to be fair, getting shot seven times and only having to spend fifty cents—that's pretty good deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. He's doing all right for himself. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Wait, what were we talking about? I don't fucking you know. You said rap oh, on accident. Rapper, yeah. Drinking Monday Night Brewing. Death Raptor. It's a killer Death IPA, Raptor. And it's, uh, and it's a 6.9%. It's very good. It's just <laughs> nothing matters anymore after this incredible uh, exchange. All right. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm laughing. Johnny, what I'm... You're ready for this? I am ready. As a theme. Yeah. To... Rally's newest album. Oh no! 
Seven cities. I got seven cities worth of beer. Did you really? Yeah. So Are I they a- all the cities? No, they're not. Oh, the I was really hoping you to go that in time. I would but try, but I there didn't. I couldn't do it because there's I went, no Paris beers here. No, well, not that I know. Of. But I went with just seven different cities. So uh, because I, you know, Kroger has the yeah, get the, six the that I, ten, or yeah. I. We need to be like sponsored by Kroger's because we six, talk about it so much. It. Anyway, so first I got Nashville, Yazoo Pilsner yep. out of Nashville. And then I actually got one from where he's originally from. He said Cincinnati. Yep. Did he not? Rheingeist. Nice. Since he made Truth IPA. Uh, up next from Atlanta, we got Sweetwater IPA. Just so you know, he's not drinking all of these right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. <clears throat> Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada out of California. This is I, I thought Chino? It was Colorado. Chico. Is it, yeah, it's California? Yeah. Oh, I didn't fucking know that. Actually, it's actually Chico, California, and Mills River, North Carolina. Oh. Interesting. I didn't know that. Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada mountain ranges in California. That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, I have Blue Moon, which is out of Golden, Colorado. Yep. Brewed in the same place that Coors is made. Fun fact. Noise. And then I have Chayalai. Chayalai, which Johnny's had many times. This is out of Tampa, Florida. Cigar, uh, cigar brewing. Cigar brewing, and then finally, I have Deschutes Fresh Haze IPA. Deschutes is the shits, and this is out of Bend, Oregon. Nice. So I got seven cities, seven brews, and um, I've only just I've I've drank two, but, <laughs> but you'll get there. You'll get there. You'll get there. But I thought it would have been fun. I actually legit was going to be like, I'm going to get one from every city that he says. Yeah, but you're like, mm. I had Nashville, and then that was it. <laughs> and then I gave up. <laughs> I don't even know a New York brewery. There's some New York breweries. All right. Fun little about fun little test. Ready, Johnny? We're going to see if we know. Ooh, fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Tale of Seven Cities. You had it already. Huh. Uh, Col- Tucson, Arizona. Any Arizona brew? Don't have it off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know either. Lexington, Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, yes. Hold on. I have one at least. and I, I, I The issue is I'm not going to think of these, even though I know New York. I mean, I, the New York State, not the city, but definitely the New York State. Well, LA. Uh, Nashville, LA, there's lots. I mean, Golden Road is out of... I don't know if it's L.A., but it's Southern California. Yeah. But anyways, I thought that would be fun. And then I am shooting Malort again. Yeah. I say again. I don't know if you guys knew. Listen to the last episode with... Uh, um, Cammy. Cammy Petten. Petten? Petten. Petten. Yes. Uh, yeah, because we talk about Malort in depth. Check out Malort. Yeah, Malort's crazy. It's wild. I'm going to take a picture of him and post it on our, in our Insta. We did that yesterday. Did we do that? Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Did I? I was holding it like this. Oh, yeah, and I never actually posted it. Oh, you motherfucker. I'm so fucking stupid. Um, Oh, yeah, I did. I forgot. (laughs) Hilarious. Um, Anyways, Johnny, everyone should listen to us. 
Everybody uh, should listen to us, to guys. Us. Guys, listen to us. Well, I guess they are listening to us. But you know what? Follow if you're not following us already. Follow. God us. damn, give us some follows on on the social medias. Yes, and and give us likes, subscribes, yep. five star reviews. All of these things help us so much and helps you because we'll be able to uh, interview more uh, bigger and bigger people and. I don't like this one. I don't like Deschutes or Deschutes. I don't like this. No. Um, either way, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we, we definitely see the streams and the downloads, and we do appreciate all of uh, you guys listening, and, and I hope you guys are enjoying everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this we're about to do, we're hoping to do uh, soon a one me brian alone one because we do need uh, to do a little broing out uh, uh episode but for right so. now these interviews have been incredible and we are gonna be rock and roll hell yeah all right um you know what let's just what was the last raw was... dog that shit <laughs> thank you raw, raw dog this shit <laughs> cheers let me know and um Rock dog that shit. Right? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. We gotta say it right. It, th- that is what's really funny is the way that we say these things is very uh, Rick and Morty. Rick. Yeah. Let's rock dog that shit. <laughs>